Hey, welcome to Braves Country. In this episode of Braves Country, we welcome country music superstar Lauren Elena. We'll talk about the moment she became the coolest person her father's ever met, what the Atlantic Braves and country music mean to her, the fact that she's got a new album out, a new book, and a new movie. Plus, who texts her in the middle of our conversation? It'll be a name you definitely recognize. And she'll give you a great comparison of the house that she grew up in in Rossville, Georgia, compared to the one that she lives in in Nashville now. It's all coming up on Braves Country. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Welcome to the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. We're talking with Lauren Elena, who is someone's dear to me because I've seen her come up in the music industry, and I've seen so many artists do this, but it's it's more special for her because she's from near my hometown. Scott, she's from Rossville, Georgia, awesome. and I'm from Dalton. So we grew up, like, literally miles apart, and... And so she's, I've enjoyed watching her come up because it, it's like somebody from home who's just hit it out of the park and hey, become like somebody. Yeah, yeah, right, like exactly. And I yeah. didn't even, it's no pun intended, I didn't mean that, but but it's true. It, it just meant a lot to me seeing someone from home do so well. And she has, she's had three number one singles, sang with uh, Kane Brown, which was a huge hit. They were childhood friends, and I feel like I'm telling you this, but Tell I'm telling anybody, it. anybody that's I listening. I it. just think it's cool, you know? She's been nominated and won ACMs and CMAs and CMTs and Teen Choice Awards, Disney, Radio Disney Awards, Billboard Awards. I mean, I could go on and on and Amazing. on about the awards. She's been on American Idol. She did uh, Dancing with the Stars. Girl's done it all, and she's like 26. I mean, <laughs> where, where do you go from here, Lauren? I mean, my God, that's amazing. You're just a good old Georgia girl. Yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) Absolutely. When I texted her, I was like, hey, would you mind coming on this show? It's one we do for the Braves Radio Network. And she agreed. And I was like, hey, if if you're okay, we can set you up. We'll set you up with some tickets. And she was like, yes, I want to bring my family. And she did. It was the best. I literally said, I'll do the podcast if you can get me a suite. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Not, which is not, you know, not the easiest of tasks to pull off. If it's like four tickets, you know, you can do that. But you had 13. You had thir- I heard you had 13, had 13 folks. 13 people. <laughs> now, now, who all came with you? Name them all. Who all came? Just friends oh, and family. Um, everybody. I had a whole group of family, siblings, nieces, nephews, all you name it, they were there. Yeah, and, and even even family in town from Germany. It was crazy yes. cool. And and um so yeah, it was so much fun. And and when I went over, I just went over to say hello and made sure they got in and everything was okay and and uh, I then, after I snapped a picture with her, then all of a sudden other people were, I was like, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Well, also, I'm a dork because I got this jersey when I played at the stadium, and they made it for me. The Braves made it for me, and it says 
Elena, 18. Right, because awesome. that was the year that they played. played. 2018. I was walking around with my name on my yeah, back. Exactly, right? You're, so you're, that probably didn't help. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a bunch of people coming up, but they're so sweet, and they, you know, they, they just love you and love your music and love who you are and love what you stand for, and and they just wanted a quick picture, too, and she, and Lauren's so sweet, and she always accommodates and, and did then, too. It was, it was super cool to kind of see you interact with people in a different setting other than, like, backstage. It was pretty awesome. We, I had a great time. You know, they showed me on the big screen, and I told I told you guys I would do this podcast and post a picture right. of me at the game. When they showed showed me, I was editing my picture oh. to post it. So I literally was looking at him. I thought it was like between innings, and I was right. like, let me do this really quick. Yeah. And they showed me, and I looked like an idiot. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're a wheeler dealer. You're probably Everybody thought you were on the phone, you know, That's texting right. with Jason Aldean or something. That's right, or Kane Brown or somebody. <laughs> but, I, but I did post the picture, so that helped. And then they showed me again, and I was actually looking and that time. Shout out to whoever is running that camera and gave me a second chance. No, I really it's so it. good. Braze Vision. Yeah, absolutely. Braze Vision does that. It's cool. So uh, quickly, but now that we know you've been to the park and everybody's been. So where are, you, where are you calling us from right now? Because it looks like you're in a mall. Oh, I'm a brat. It looks like you're in the Macy's or something. I'm in my, I converted a room in my house into a closet. I love that. Way to go. This is I love Aubrey, it. my dog. Can yeah. you see her? What's what's her name? Opry after the grand old oh, Opry. Oh, my gosh. That's so perfect and so beautiful. It's Aubrey. funny. I have a puppy. His name is Schna- He's a schnauzer. His name is Cash. I love it. Yeah. After Johnny. That's exactly right. Yeah, I of course. It. It's so good. How can you not choose something like that? But Opry's so brilliant. What kind of dog is she? She's a golden doodle. Oh, she's super. She looks very intense. She's, <laughs> she's, she's eight months old and she just sleeps all the time. Everyone told me, good luck. Your puppy's going to be so energetic. And she's just like, <laughs> we just nap all the time. She's just like her mom. I love that. No, that's the best. That, you know, when the, when, the, when the personalities match like that, it's the best. She knows how to have a good time when it's, you know, when I want to have a good time. And right. then when I need her to lay down, she lays down. <laughs> Seriously, like right now. You know, I'm seeing a brave uniform for Opry, maybe for Bark at the Park Day. So. There you go, or something like that. Absolutely. Oh uh, no! Look at that idea. That just blew your mind. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? That yeah, can yeah. Bark at the park where you can bring your dog to the ball game. I I need to know when that is. Well, let's look it up. We'll have to. I'll get. I'll text you the date or something. But I, I, it's because it is cool. I just so our Schnauzer. He's not going to cooperate with that. Like he's the exact opposite of Opry. He has unbridled energy at every second of every day. And I can't slow him down for anything. Like I'm like, buddy, I've got to walk. We can't run everywhere we go. I'm out of shape. We can't do this. I wish she was more like Opry. Well, I wish Opry knew how to walk on a leash. She's just not. She's not having that. Well, I'm gonna get her some training. Let me show you a picture of her when she was when I first got her. I took her to the Grand Ole Opry to oh announce my gosh. her. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and look at her. I hope you can see it. Crap. Okay, so technology's not my thing because I don't know how to work my phone. <laughs> Sorry. Look at her when she was a little nugget. No. This is on the Grand Ole Opry stage. Oh, Brittany Aldean just takes me. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, look at she, yeah. She's got the hat and everything. I knew there were costumes involved. That's so cool. <laughs> what 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 is Brittany texting you about? 
Anything she, anything interesting? Yeah, she uh she's having an event, like a, a launch for a new thing she's doing. Oh, that's cool. And I just texted her and said I have a show that day, of course. No, so. of course. Well, but look, you can uh you can uh retweet whatever she's doing and that'll be so helpful. I will, I will. She's one of my greatest friends. Uh she seems like a, a very, very sweet. I've never had the pleasure of meeting her. Met Jason many times and his dad Barry many times, but uh but never Brittany. But she does seem like a very sweet and well put together person. She's awesome. And Jason, you know, is like my big brother. He took me on my first tour. Yeah. And then he took me on tour again, which is when I got to play the park. He's my buddy. I yeah. hang out with him a lot. They're That's like awesome. That's so cool. And I think the country music community is like that in many ways. I think that's the beauty of what it is, is that it does seem like a big family. We are. We really are. We're all pretty close. I mean, I don't really have anyone in our industry that I'm like, I don't really like that person. Everyone's really kind and supportive and that they're great. I love that. So uh, we'll get to some of the brave stuff, Scott. Because hey, Lauren, uh, uh, we love it when musicians are Braves fans. And uh, tell us all about that. When did you know you were a Braves fan? Are you were you just born on the Braves or born oh, and raised? I wasn't allowed to be anything but a Braves fan. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy raised me a Braves fan. That's right. Right. So on. my grandfather, my dad's dad, was a huge baseball fan, and he passed when I oh, was. I'm sorry to hear that six or seven no it's okay but some of my like memories of him are watching the Braves yeah. like on TBS probably you very few memories of him because I was so young mm -hmm. but I remember he was obsessed with the Braves obsessed it was like my dad and my my papa's thing to watch the Braves so that's kind of a sweet I have like a little connection with the Braves because of that and my dad's a huge fan when I when I played the stadium Chipper Jones took my dad to the dugout and I will never be able to do anything better than that <laughs> yeah wow. oh, one of the, the greatest Braves player, yeah. the only Braves player in the world to me is Chipper Jones <laughs> wow, that's so awesome no I love that and it's so funny uh because we were talking about this before we got started is the fact that when you announced the show you were with Aldine and and uh Chipper Jones and we announced at the chop house and then you know the social media started pouring out and pictures and all that sort of stuff and we were down in the clubhouse and this was, you know, early on, and you're like, "Do you think they'll be okay with me going to the to the field and calling my dad?" And I was like, "Dude, I feel like that is a definite. I feel like they'll appreciate and encourage you to do that." Do you remember he didn't answer the first time? Yes, I do. I was standing on the field, and I was like, "How can no. you not answer?" My dad harps me all the time for not calling. Right. I'm like at the the place that he would be the happiest in the world to see me. I had to call him three times. So when he funny. finally answered, he's like, he calls me Podunk. He's like, Podunk, I'm working. What's up? And I was like, <laughs> Daddy, I'm in the brace stadium. <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden he he had stopped working, I'm sure, just to talk to you about that. I'm pretty sure he left work. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know that I can handle this. My heart. I don't know if I can handle this. This is one of those uh, lifetime achievement moments, it feels like. And then when I got to play there, I mean, just to see the pride on his face. Yeah. His, I mean, I'm his little girl, I know. you know? And he has, like, a deep-rooted love yeah. for the Braves. Right. It's it's neck and neck between his uh, his podunk and his Atlanta Braves, you know? I know. <laughs> I, win, I think I go, I, I win a little, I hope. Yes, of course but, you do. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. It depends on if it's a World Series or not. And then, then it's questionable. You're exactly right. It's I, so funny. I called him today and he said, baby, I'm, I'm really glad that I got to walk around backstage. Well, it was backstage for us. But, right. you know, 
only because we were playing a concert. He said, but the next time I go to that stadium, do you think maybe I could walk around not at a concert and go to an actual game? <laughs> I was like, Dad! <laughs> Excuse me, sir? Seriously. Better? So, so actually, now that I think about it, the Braves Maybe may the Braves me a little bit. They do edge yeah. you out just slightly, just slightly. It's because he's. It's because the Braves have been around longer. That's all. Now we know y'all love the. We, now we know y'all love Chipper Jones. But uh, who are some of y'all's favorite players on the on the team today? Some of the players you saw the other day at the game. My dad is a huge. Well, and me as well. But my love for the Braves is literally through my dad. So, yeah. but uh, he loves Freddie Freeman. He says he thinks uh, he cracks me up. He's like, he's a great guy. I'm like, dad, how do you know that? And he's like, I can just tell <laughs> he's just a really great guy. And so I was like, fingers crossed on him hitting a homer. I'm, I, I'm a little mad at him right now. I really well. needed to get a home run while I was there so I could send it to my daddy and he didn't. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's always next time we'll get him down here and get him to a game suit. And, and that way he can see it happen. I just, it, it was so cool for me. I, I love him. And so for me to be there in person and when he was getting up to bat, I was like, is this how people feel when I like step out on stage? Like he's walking yeah. up to bat and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is like that for, for big fans of yours that love your music. And, and I, I certainly count myself as one of those. You know, when you come out on stage, it's like, okay, this is the person that I came to see right here. Well, if you guys really want to make my dad's life, if he could meet Freddie Freeman, we'd be living. Okay. Long. Okay. I'm about right. to trade you another appearance on the podcast. Seriously, for that. exactly. We'll, we'll wheel and deal Put something. Put a good word for me. Yes, we will. No, definitely. It's you know, it, it's funny the way that the the Braves have that effect on people, and it and it goes back for so many generations. My dad was a huge Braves fan, and he grew up in Dalton, Georgia. And, and didn't have a whole lot. You know, he grew up a very modest means. And one time he got sent to the 72 All-Star game where Hank Aaron played. And I must have heard that story 500,000 times in my life and would kill because I lost my dad a few years ago. I would kill to hear it again, you know, because I, it just Aww. so illustrates my childhood, much like you're describing. You know what? I think it's so funny that the similarities between like live music and sports. Mm -hmm. There's something about getting a lot of people in one space, rooting for someone. I mean, it's a little different with music, but that person comes to see, you know, those fans come to see you perform and those fans go to see them play. And it's like their talent and people are just marveled by it. It was so cool for me to be there as a fan, like to be at a, an event as a fan and just like thinking about my dad and what that like the Braves mean to him and to my family. It was so cool for me. No, it is so awesome. Oh, my God. I'm just glad we're able to work it out. You know, it, it is a whole lot of fun. You know, you, you talk about performing at the stadium. You talked about, you know, just how much it is, how cool it is to come out on stage and, and to feel that energy from a lot of people gathered in, in, in that case to see you. And you've been able to do that a few times. You've 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 been uh, played for the Dallas Cowboys at halftime, the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. I know I was on a plane one time and saw you performing on Fox and Friends. I, I just I just happened to as we're taking off, you know, and I'm dialing through the stations. I'm like, wait a minute, and there's, and, there's Lauren, there's Lauren on Fox and Friends. How cool is that? It is kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm from Rossville. You know how small Rossville is. Lake like, Winnipesaukee is the biggest thing there. And me. And you? Well, yes. Okay, <laughs> yes. Tell me short. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to. I was totally I'm a accident. Second to Lake Winnipesaukee. <laughs> Look, the cannonballs important. <laughs> I love Lake Winnipesaukee. So I, I need to go to Lake Winnie as I'm, soon as possible. I'm telling you, it'll make um, you feel better. But yeah, just the fact that I came from a small town in Georgia, and my, you know, 
just a little family, a working class family, and then to live the life. I have a closet in my house. <laughs> Y'all, when when my dad came to my house for the first time, I bought this house uh, last year right before I, I closed on Valentine's Day. Uh-oh, and then the shutdown was like a month later. So I had plenty of time to organize those shoes back there. <laughs> but my dad came to see my house, and he cried. Oh, how sweet. My army vet father, who's like the tough guy, yeah. walked into this house because the house that I was raised in would fit in my living room. No, it's incredible. So it's just, it's crazy that I had this dream and I, from that small town and I had great parents, great supporters, and I, I, I did it. And yeah, it's awesome. It and is. my mom will call me and be like, you didn't tell me you were going to be on Good Morning America. And I was like, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, I've got a lot going on, Mom. I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> I just need to, like, share my calendar with everyone. <laughs> there so can... you go. That's exactly right. Have the I family. make jokes that my fans know more about me than I do. I literally find myself on Facebook. I'm like, wow. Like, give me an example of that. Like, what is something yeah. that you found out about yourself on Facebook? Like, you're going to play a show or something? The most recent one I found out was Road Less Traveled went platinum. Oh, wow. Oh, congratulations. That's Thank so cool. You. And uh, well, but first, did they, someone like posted on Facebook that I had four songs certified gold. And I was like, what? And so I just kind of assumed it was what ifs, mm -hmm. one beer, mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe Road. And I wasn't sure about the other, but it was like all of my songs by myself. It wow. was doing fine, uh, getting good. Mm -hmm. Road less traveled and like my mother does, I think. Mm -hmm. And then like the next week they tweeted, Oh wait, Road Less Traveled isn't gold, it's platinum. And I was Even like, better. How do you guys know this <laughs> stuff about me? And I don't. No, it's I think it goes back to that love for, you know, when you when you just love somebody and you love what they do. I mean, like your dad in Freddie Freeman, I bet he could tell you how many Freddie Freeman home runs that that he has right now and maybe how has over oh, yeah. his career and Freddie probably don't even know that. No doubt. No doubt. I think that's what it is. I really do. Okay, so growing up, and I was I was explaining to Scott, who has been on the road, and we're going to get to some of that, too. Scott has managed driving and crying and drive-by truckers, and uh, what, you make me dizzy. I don't know what just happened. What was that? The camera was just dirty. Oh, well, see, there we go. <laughs> this is a clean show. Am I completely clear now? Yes. This is a clean show, Alina. So. It is, absolutely. <laughs> now, get, get it together. <laughs> here we go. I, no, I think it's perfect. It's funny <laughs> that you found out midway. I like that. Sorry about that. No. Well, now you can see me nice and clear. That's right. You look just as lovely as you always do so but growing up on that on the georgia tennessee line like you and i did half of my family were ut fans and the other half and i find myself in this category a uga fan do you keep up with college football and where does your allegiance lie i'm about to break y'all's heart oh god uh, here, okay, we go. here we go okay so my daddy's <laughs> go easy on us yeah, now. seriously i'm gonna say the worst option oh my don't say florida gators Alabama. Oh, you're a Bama fan. Okay, all right. You know what? But, That's all right. But I, my dad raised me a Bama fan. His family is from Alabama. Okay, all right. And so I was raised in Georgia, and dad's a Braves fan, obviously, but his family has, like, chicken houses in Alabama, and I think he's just, like, picked that Bama for them, so I was always raised a Bama fan. But if I had to pick between the Vols and UGA, go dogs. Let's go. Go, go dogs. Hey, look, and it's so funny because I don't hate – uh, Alabama. I don't. No, nobody does. Well, I don't hate Georgia. Well, I could not hate Georgia because right. I'm from Georgia. Of course. 
I pull for Alabama for dad. Sure. But I mean, if I didn't do that, I would definitely be a UGA fan. Yeah, no, I can I appreciate that. I can, no. I edit that out so my Seriously. dad doesn't. No, we would never break his heart. So we're going to get to chop that right out of there. He knows that. No, I'm sure he does. I always will pull for the Bulldogs unless they're playing Bama. Now, well, tell, me, tell me your dad's name quickly because I don't think I know that. His name's JJ. So, JJ, does JJ have a soft spot for UGA too, like you do? Yeah, well, okay. no. No? Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, make up your mind. It's got to be one or the other. She's playing yes, both sides does. of the fence. He, right. doesn't, like, he, he doesn't really root for them. Right. But he, he doesn't hate them. He hates Auburn. Oh, me too. Through and through. Yeah. I, I was just raised to hate Auburn. Yeah. I <laughs> that's right. Hey, they can't make up their mind on what their mascot is. That's part of the oh problem. Oh, my gosh, that's my They've dad's got, favorite thing yeah. to say. they got like three or four uh, mascots. It's the truth. I mean, are you the Eagle or the War Eagles or are you the Tigers? Make up your mind. You don't get two. My daddy calls them War Tigers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or War Swiggles or something. Yeah, no, I know. I, everybody runs it all together. It's, it's so funny. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're about to ask something. No, no, I'm just, I'm just love. I just think that what happens with this whole SEC thing is we all have our individual teams. You know, I went to UGA and I, I love the dogs, but I got respect for Alabama and I got respect for some of the other teams. But then when you talk about Auburn, mm-mm. yeah, I don't think anybody likes <laughs> we are Auburn. We're just, we're just beating bagging, down Auburn fans. <laughs> on Auburn right now, and, and and you know, and Charlie from Blackberry you know Smoke. They hate us too. Yes, they do. And Charlie from Blackberry Smoke is a huge Auburn fan. So we do have somebody that's been on the show. Is, is um, Yeah, we rode on the bus for five years together, and we had to do, we were great for 364 years of the, of the year. I mean, 364 days. It felt like 364 years sometimes. But <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we were good except for on that Auburn-Georgia day, and then we had to just kind of divide the bus up a little bit and, 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 and pull for our teams and then see what happens. And, and we'd always have yeah. a nice bet, though. We don't, you, ever, you ever have any bets on the bus with some of your band guys about football or baseball? Uh, my boys are three of the guys on the bus are from Oklahoma. So they're Sooners fans, I assume. Yeah, which now is now coming to the now SEC. Now they're in the SEC. They well, just... then now we're gonna have some issues. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and then my drummer is a Florida State fan. Mm, interesting. So we don't really talk about football. Well, that's <laughs> because they've got no, they got nothing to talk about in the last ten years. <laughs> but he's really good about it, and they all, they all pull, they know. That to pull for Alabama because the boss lady pulls for That's exactly right. The lady that writes the checks. Now, now the other thing Tug always says is that even though we all might not get along about football, when it comes to getting together around the South, we all love the Braves. So I, I bet you got those guys rooting for the Braves as well. As oh, 100% well. pulling for the Braves. There definitely. we go. That's yeah. how we all get along yeah. in the end. We, we can... all come together with the Braves. That's Atlanta right. Atlanta brings us all together. It does. Like we argue on Saturday about college football, then on Sunday we're back to being Braves fans. So it, it works right. out. Eating I think hot it works dogs out. and being best friends. Well, speaking of hot dogs, and I'm glad you brought up hot dogs because getting a hot dog at a Braves game is, is a lot of fun. But um, let's talk about good food around you. So are you in Nashville? Your home's in Nashville, right? Yeah, I live in Nashville. That's right. So let's talk about good food in Nashville and then give me a good food spot in Rossville and or Chattanooga. Okay. So one of my favorite places in town, if you like burgers, I I go to this place called Brown's Diner. Oh, my God. I love that place. The little trailer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, wow. that's what I'm telling you. I love, I, you're the only person that knows about it other than me, I thought. I didn't know. Oh no, no, no! I I love Brown's me Diner. It's too. like literally a trailer. It is. I know. I and love they it. They make the best burgers, and they they crack me up because they have a Frito pie. Mm-hmm. 
he's like, but it's nachos. And they said that the Fritos were too expensive, so now they just do nacho <laughs> chips instead. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's oh, hard. That's good, but that's not like a no, well, fine but, dining. Well, but who cares about fine dining? Let's get to the good stuff, and Brown's Diner's the good stuff. Okay, so that's my vote, there Brown's Diner. I kid. Where's the uh-oh, I just threw my pen. Where's the, uh, the fine dining place you'd like to attend? There's a new place um, opened up in the last couple of years, maybe in the last year or so, called Oku. It's a sushi place. Oh, wow. Which we don't have very many good sushi places in Nashville, but this one is the bomb so if you like sushi you gotta try that place dude i love it all right give me one in in rossville or chattanooga okay well i'm gonna give my mom's best friend a shout out she owns a restaurant called melodies and it's in eastridge okay and i have an an item on the menu that i made up and i think it's a I forgot. I think it's our chicken wrap. Or okay, chicken well, that's I can't remember. I did it a couple of years ago. That's and fair. then I grew up obsessed with Portofino's. Oh, <laughs> right. In East Ridge, of course. Yes, that is my fave. I love it there, too. The I love freaking, it there, too. The freaking salad bar and their cheesecake. Oh, mwah. yeah. There you go. I'm telling you, it's good living. I, see, that's the thing. I knew she would come up with th- things that I knew. We talked about Lake Winnipesoga. We talked about Brown's Dine. Like, her and I are like, we, we are of one brain yeah, at sometimes. Yeah, it's like brother and sister you know, kind of thing. Folk, that's I it. I the city and found a trailer to eat burgers in. <laughs> I know, right? No, it's beautiful. <laughs> I think it's terrific. I, that's, uh, that's the way I want to live. It's funny, Lauren. I figure, or I feel like, as I um, as I get a little older, my son is seventeen and he's playing baseball and he's looking at colleges and they're looking at him and that sort of stuff. Like it's fun to be in the suburbs in, of Atlanta, but there's a little bit of me that longs for to to be out kind of around nobody, you know, and just just slow down a little bit. Right now, I live pretty close to downtown, but it is my ultimate like goal to have a lot of land and live in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and have like chickens running around mm-hmm. and goats and little babies and right not wearing no shoes and things like that i will never I, I don't have shoes on right now well i didn't surprise me whatsoever they're, they're all back there in the, that's in exactly the mind <laughs> i don't have any shoes to pick from so yeah that's right you should probably you should probably work on that i don't know why you don't have There's any too many to pick from <laughs> yeah, i know right do, do you ever run into that though but that does seem like a thing that if you know, after- I have two closets. This is like the Lauren Elena closet. Okay. Elena's my middle name. Right. So I have the Lauren Suddeth closet in there. Right. Suddeth is my last name. And it's literally like I kept I keep this in there. Like I keep T shirts and the things that I actually wear every day mm-hmm. in there. And my labels pretty much bought all of this. That's so awesome. my stylist, you know, I have different events and stuff and I just keep it all in here because where am I gonna where am I going to wear that sparkly dress again? Well, out to the mall, to Hamilton Place or something. I should, can you imagine if I was just like popping around Hamilton Place like, what's up? And like, <laughs> you got these yeah. sparkles. Yeah, take it to that restaurant that's in a trailer. <laughs> that's Brown's Diner. You know, in my everyday life, people come up and say to me, you look like Lauren Elena because I'm like a watered down version of myself in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, though. You should be like, well, look, occasionally I go out and I, you know, when they, what's the, what's the place in, um, in like Myrtle Beach or in Gatlinburg, where they have the the people that are actors, the Wax Museum. No, no, well, no. I'm talking about. I like, literally thought that's what he was talking I'm, about. No, no, no. He's not that. No, I'm talking about when they have the impersonators. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Oh, like the little theaters and stuff. Yeah, yeah where yeah. you go and, the, and it'll be a guy and he's being Ronnie Millsap or he's being Alabama Elvis. or Elvis. Fun fact about me. Fun fact about yeah, me. Fun fact number when one. When I was like 11 years old, I used to go to 
Gatlinburg and open up for an Elvis impersonator. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I wore a poodle skirt and I sang all 60s songs. That's like so where, cool. Where the boys are. Yeah. I'm sorry, stupid <laughs> Cupid. I know all that stuff. That's so I good. I still have that poodle skirt. I <laughs> know. That's so awesome. So that's what I mean. Like the next time somebody comes up to you and says, I, you know, you look a lot like Lauren Elaine. Well, I'm actually I'm an impersonator. I work in Gatlinburg <laughs> and I work in Myrtle Beach. You should come see my show occasionally. That's hysterical. I'm telling you, that's well, what I would I think do. I apparently have like a really distinct sounding voice. So I can't really get away with it once I start start talking too. If I kind of look like it'd be a dead giveaway. Exactly like yeah. It. Well, but that maybe that's part of the joke. You know that that's what'll make it funny is that they'll be like, "Well, wait a minute." One time I like wore a wig so when I was like 16 because I didn't know how to handle fame and I was back home. It was right after Idol and I wore like a black wig and someone still recognized me <laughs> and they were like, "Are you wearing a wig?" And mm -hmm. I, I was like, "I think I'd rather just be myself and take the yeah. picture. I was like, this is really uncomfortable. You know, I wanted to ask you about those early days when you started. I mean, you really, you got started as a kid, but when after the American Idol experience, I noticed uh, that your first big tour was an American Idol's live tour, which started on July 6th of 2011 in Utah and ended on September 21 of that same year in Manila in the Philippines. And that's a long tour. What was that tour like for you? Um, did you get to see the world or was it just all backstage and tour buses and all that kind of thing? Well, you know, I did get out as much as I could. My mom was traveling with me, so we did a lot of shopping. She's a big shopper. Um, but it was it was crazy. I was also on my off days on the road recording the first album because they want to like use the momentum of live sure. television, which is unlike anything you'll ever experience live television is. And so I was it's all kind of a blur. I was recording and I was 16. I had to go to school every day on the bus. <laughs> wow, It was crazy. That's, that's super, super cool. It's funny because I think that's the first time I ever met you was at um, the Idols live tour. It was you and Scotty McCreary at um, Gwinnett Arena. And then the following, the next time I met you was at that Aldine show at uh, Lakewood and your mama was there. It was mama so nice. She's so, so sweet. She is precious. My mom traveled with me until I turned 18. I would not be where I am today without her dropping her life and supporting me yeah no it's it's amazing right. it's amazing what family does and, and mother's love right yeah. right but and then but on top of that and and scott and i talk about this a lot because faith means a lot to each of us as well that there had to be that too that foundational faith that was a that that you had to fall back on because look there's plenty of opportunity for things to go off the rails i feel really fortunate that my family raised me in church. I mean, I grew up singing in church. Sure. So to have like that foundation of like security that I'm, I'm never alone because you know, what people don't know about, <clears throat> excuse me, what people don't know about what I do is like, I'm in front of 15,000 people and then I'm alone. Mm -hmm. So it's like an, a high, high, and then a low, low, but to have some sort of foundation with like my faith is super important to me. And I would say really evolved in the last five years or so um that it's really like an amazing foundation for me and i have a book coming out in um is it september november sometime this year um and it's a faith-based book and That's it's cool. called getting good at being you and it's all about my journey with faith and how he you know god has helped me through so many i've, I've had a lot happen in 
uh, 26 years. Yeah, you know? you have. And, um, so I wrote that book to share my journey and my faith and how that's literally the one thing I can always hold on to, even if everything seems to be falling apart. I've got that. That's so. right. You know, Jesus is there always. And, and I, I have tried to pass that on to my son as well. And but but that's uh, it's funny you saying it's really come around in the last five years. I could say that for myself as well, you know, and and though I've been a believer my entire life, there's never a point in my life that I don't recall being a believer or or someone that loved Jesus. But in the last five years, I do feel like I've I've developed a true relationship. And and it wasn't until my dad passed that I think I kind of got it that I could have a relationship with someone I couldn't see anymore. Oh, my gosh. That is so crazy that you say that because when i mean my stepdad passed away uh it will be three years Mm -hmm. in october and the witnessing his death this is like a whole chapter in my book but Mm -hmm. witnessing his death changed my life like changed my life he um he was 47 years old when he was diagnosed with stage four melanoma and i've always been a believer but that really tested my faith because I was like praying for something that I, you know, like didn't seem would happen and it didn't end up happening. You know, he didn't end up living. And I remember a couple of weeks before he passed, I said to God, if you let him die, I'll never talk to you again. Mm. And then the day he died, he hadn't spoken in a week or so. And the day he died, he opened up his eyes and he explained heaven to us literally seeing oh Jesus, seeing his mother. And I was like the girl sitting next to my stepdad that had just like literally yelled at the Lord. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Thank you for this beautiful gift you've given our family of being able to witness him going to his healing. Like mm-hmm. we, I, I had been, I'd gotten myself in such an angry place with my grief that I was like, he's not going to be healed, but he had the ultimate healing. Mm-hmm. And so for me to witness that and now to be able to like that's a huge part of my book and to be able yeah. to share that with the world and after that happened i i hosted jesus calling stories of faith which is a show all about faith i did their podcast i like really started sharing my story even more because i think it's it is so important for me to share that and i think that's a way for me to keep him living you know to keep sharing his story and how he never sam never wavered in his faith wow. and he in his last moments comforted us that he was going to be okay and that for us it was crazy it was crazy but it is it is interesting how something that is so devastating can end up being something so beautiful and defining for your soul and it literally i'm i relate to what you said so much because that was one of the most defining moments in my faith today yeah, no, it's beautiful. I, I, it's it's amazing. So one of our pastor at uh, Perimeter, we go to Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia, just there close to Alpharetta, north of Atlanta. And the pastor, his name, he's retired now, but his name is uh, Randy and Randy Pope. And he said, God allows things he hates to accomplish what he loves. And I thought that was the most brilliant thing I'd ever heard. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of those things that sits with me when things aren't going right. I always reflect on that, and and it always brings me back. And and I mean for to, the conversation to get heavy, but but it, it just um, and I don't even really consider it heavy. That's the other thing. I know it is heavy, it's but I don't. Really beautiful. Yeah, I think it is too. And, and and a lot of people are reluctant, Scott, to to share some of that stuff, and I don't know why. 
No, they shouldn't be because I think one of the beautiful lessons that we learn from the Bible and, and from studying Jesus is that we're going to see folks like your stepdad again across the bridge, you know, and I, I think that's comforting because if this was all there was, that'd be really not good. And I don't think, I think that God loves it. Right. That, that would be heavy. That's right. That would be heavy. That would be heavy. But aren't you looking forward to seeing everybody again someday? I know I am. Man, and, and you know what? When you go through tragic things like that, trauma like that, it makes you question if there is a purpose to all of it. But True. I got to firsthand witness the fact that there is. Like his eyes, all the pain in his body disappeared. And he said, Mom, like he saw his mother. Mm -hmm. I got to see my stepdad see his mother and Jesus. And then he said this really funny thing. He goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I, I always, I will, I can't wait to get there someday and say, who did you say that? Day? Yeah. Right. You're like, Oh my oh, gosh. You know, How I don't cool. know if it was someone that had passed that he didn't know had passed sure. and he saw there or what. But. Right. But, but it, isn't it terrific to know that, you know that we have something to look forward to and, and so amazing. Gosh, oh, it is. It is. It gives and me cold chills. And until we get there, we're going to support the Braves. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's, music, that's eat right. all the hot dogs. That's right. And, and Brown's Diner and Good Sushi at that uh, that one place that you mentioned. And, and Melanie's there in East Ridge. We're going to hit all those places. Um, I, Scott, I got a tough question for you, Okay. Lauren. Okay, well. Really tough question here. Steven Tyler, Carrie Underwood, Kane Brown. Who was the best duet partner? Oh, oh. my. Man, she can't even speak. Yeah, well, it's because there's not a there's not a right it's, it's answer. A, there's not one, but you can rank them, or you can. I just... would say the most, the one that brings me the most pride, probably. They're all really special for different reasons. Like Carrie's my favorite, <laughs> literally was my idol. So to perform with her on American Idol was life altering. Steven Tyler, uh, Aerosmith is my, on. one of my dad's favorite bands of all time. I was raised on all of that rock and roll with my dad. Sure. So to sing with him in front of my parents was crazy, but I have to give it to Kane because we we're two small town kids from Georgia that made our way to Nashville reunited. And we have the seventh most listened to country song of all time with what ifs. That's so, so cool. I just found that stat out last week. It's the seventh most listened to country song I'm, of all time. I'm sure one of your fans probably told you. You had no idea. <laughs> yeah, on Facebook. That one came from Trisha, my <laughs> okay. manager. Who's a sweetheart as well. She's always so kind to me, and I appreciate that. She's amazing. And seventh with a bullet. I mean, there's plenty of time. That's exactly I'm right. just finding out about this song, and I can't wait. I love it. Yeah. See, he's always hey. been in the rock and roll side. Yeah, I'm getting into well, I had my country A lot of my dance. influence is uh, – heavily rock and roll and I, I would say on this new album that i've got coming out later this year you can hear that a little bit more actually i would say it's really traditional country with a hint of rock like my single right now getting over him mm -hmm. feels very like rock and roll which my dad was pretty pumped about yeah no it's, well, it's all cool. american music is what it is really and, and i bet you there's a gospel element that sneaks in sometimes too and always music. Yeah. always yeah i can't, can't help but that can't but... Run away Jesus. No, uh, he's he's around. He knows he knows your heart. He knows where you are. Speaking of all the cool things you've gotten to do, and, and we're coming to a close. We won't keep you much longer. But uh, outside of singing, you're acting a little bit too. You got a a, a movie coming out, Roadhouse Roadhouse Romance. Is this like a Hallmark movie? It is. I love it. <laughs> it comes out on September 11th. I was like, guys, oh, wow. can we not pick a different day? Yeah. But, 
What's your they, role in the they movie? They start their fall festival, and I'm the, I believe my movie's the first of the fall festival, but mm -hmm. it's kind of nice because my character is um, in the Army, so it's a little bit like a nod to America, and sure. my dad's an Army vet, so I'm excited for him to see that, and um, it's a sweet movie. I'm excited. It's my second movie I've done. I'm really trying to dive into acting, as long as it makes sense with the music like I sing in the movie a few times and I'm not gonna like stop doing music and be an actress I don't that's not my like dream mm -hmm. you know my, my passion is singing but I love when I can explore different ways to promote that and I had a great time yeah I shot it in Vancouver and uh it was amazing that is cool in Vancouver I've never been to Vancouver that's a uh it's a beautiful city I bet I bet yeah I, so is have you I, obviously traveling the world is there a, a spot that you like better than anywhere else other than home, obviously, but um, some place that you can't wait to go back because you miss it when you're not there? I really love Chicago. Okay. Um, but mostly I love Chicago because of the fans there. Mm -hmm. I do really, really well there, and they always show up and freak out. But nice. there's nothing like playing in Chattanooga. Oh, there you go, at the, at the at, Tivoli. And you, you started off at the Riverbend Festival, didn't you? Yes, and I... Are they, I, I want to headline that again. They, yeah, so, they still do it. Yeah. I know. I almost asked if they still do it. My family goes every year. <laughs> Absolutely. No, of course. Yeah, but it's great. I remember when I worked at US 101, I remember hosting the shows there and it was uh, Eric Church and it was when Eric's first album came out and I was trying to figure out Hank Williams Jr. and Big and Rich and it was, it was a lot of fun, man. It, that, that. That festival is incredible, and you should headline it soon, or the Tivoli or UTC Arena or somewhere. I'll definitely do something for sure. Yeah, maybe a homecoming, you know, tour stop and film it and, you know, and put the DVD yeah. out or something, live album that something. That would be amazing. It yeah. would be super, super cool. Well, look, is there anything else that you're working on that, that you need to tell us about? You obviously got the new record coming out. You got a book. I guess you, the movie. I guess there couldn't be what anything else. else? Tug? I mean, wow. When is this? coming out this podcast probably in about uh three weeks is that about right scott okay so i am announcing the album tomorrow okay yeah yeah so yeah you oh yeah you're good you're yeah, what's clear it, what's it gonna be my new album is called sitting pretty on top of the world nice and uh you want to see the cover yes i do okay let's see here I'm sitting on a couch. That's pretty fitting, don't you think? No, I do. I absolutely. Oh, oh it's so wow, great. You look you great. Go. It's cool. It's great. Um, it's. I'm really proud of this record. I, I told someone the other day that the last album, which changed my life, A Road Less Traveled, was about sure. becoming a woman, being a young woman, and this one feels like it's about being one and achieving being a woman That's and cool. heartbreak and healing and closing chapters and opening new ones and i'm i'm excited to share it with the world i think it's the best music i've ever made and i think it's because i've really figured out who i am and i'm really proud of who i am and I, I'm, I'm just excited it comes out september 3rd nine three that is awesome. I, I just, I'm so blown away by you. Every time I see you, you are a, just a glowing, not because of the camera, now that we know that that would be. I'm not glowing you're, you're anymore. You're not glowing anymore. But, right, but, but you are. Your personality glows. Yeah, your spirit. You and got a great spirit. You yeah. do. And, and, it, so and it's, it's so much fun to spend time with you and, and then just see you in your element over at the ball game. And the world is a better place because you're in it. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Well, that's the truth. Parents. You can thank my parents. Well, I, and and we do, but uh, but it's always a pleasure. And anytime that you're around, 
if you want to come by the ballpark, if you want to come by the here at the, the Braves Radio Network studios and, and talk about the Braves or, or whatever, if your daddy wants to go to a ball game, we'll get him there. Just let us know. We'll make it happen. I'll bring my brother, too. There you go. Absolutely. Always welcome. You're always welcome. You're always sweet, and we love you. Thank you so much. Go Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. I hope you have a great day. See you guys. All right. Thank you. And you'll have to hang up because I don't know how. Okay, I'll hang up. Thank you. Hey, thank you. See you, sweet girl. Thank you, Lauren. Bye-bye. Thepodcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more. Anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com presented by Associated Credit Union. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 